Howdy, friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. Catching the weather report first thing Monday morning kind of changed my focus for the week. Usually it's a forecast of something nasty on its way that motivates me. But telling me what a nice week it was going to be got me looking at the calendar. Realizing that the steers had been weaned over 45 days, and with an awareness of how much hay I'd gone through this previous week when it was cold, it prompted me to consign my steer calves for Thursday's sale. This is the same sale I sold them on last year, but I had bales set out that would have got me through to the end of the month. The heifers are going through the corn stalks a little faster than I thought they might, and that hay will sure come in handy for the heifer calves a little later on. The market and our steer numbers were both up from last year, so that has this young year off to a good start. The steers came in well for me. A beautiful morning for a ride. Beth helped me get them across the road, and after that we were on our own. A couple calves ducked under the hot wire, but that gave my pony and I a chance to impose our will upon them. Kind of earn our oats for the day. They came in well, and I was able to sort off the five bull calves without any trouble. My neighbor, Slice Trucker, and I were able to get them loaded pretty smoothly. When I came in to get ready to head to town, Beth commented that it must not have been very cooperative. She thought it seemed like it took us a while to get them loaded up. It's all your perspective, I suppose. The fastest way to work cattle is slow. Forty-five minutes to load a pot with stock that had never been on a truck before didn't seem too bad to me. But this is through the lens of memory of what I remember sale day being like in years past. Chaos best describes the situation. As we loaded balling calves on straight trucks with stressed out crew and shaky facilities, the only benefit of unpleasant memories would be that they can foster an appreciation for when things are better. This week, things were much better. I had some friends celebrate a 35th wedding anniversary this past week, which is a reminder of when my career as a cowboy poet got its start. I'd written a poem as part of their wedding gift. I'd like to share a poem that ties into a poem that ties in with what I was thinking of earlier. The only good thing that can come from memories of life before knowing Christ is an appreciation of how much better life is once he's a part of it. I call this poem Jesus and Johnny and 148. The second most common of the questions folks ask is how I took up this poetry task. Too much time on my hands. Was I striving for fame or just trying to survive in this old ranching game? Recently I gave this question some thought. Many have helped me, some have helped quite a lot, but the ones that were there when I broke out the gate were Jesus and Johnny and 148. Jesus I had heard of most all of my life. I was slow trusting him through struggle and strife. I thought that his love was something to earn. In his perfect timing, he allowed me to learn that I was the one that he had made pure, that sin is the curse and Christ is the cure. I can never do enough his gift to receive by dropping my guard I could finally believe. 
Johnny Carson had a show on late-night TV. That's after my bedtime, so I seldom would see, with the exception of one particular time, when Beth woke me up to see some cowboys that rhyme. Baxter and Waddy. Friends, I was impressed. The way the words came alive, I would never have guessed. Why does Johnny get the credit ahead of those men? Because he was the one that invited them in. I was inspired. What more can I say? As I reflected back on my day, my greatest accomplishment, viewing it now, was selling 148, a fence-crawling cow. So I put pen to paper and wrote down a tale of a wandering cow and fences that fail. It wasn't the best and it wasn't the worst. What makes the story special is that it was the first. How events make a difference we don't always know. What makes one wither will make another one grow. But we leave an impression like pebble and puddle. Ride the ripple or wave just so forward you muddle. Success can't be measured by the inch or the ounce. If you fall real hard, you can count on a bounce. For the Lord does work in mysterious ways. The chances he gives me truly amaze. To visit with folks and share my point of view. But I have to give credit where credit is due. How did I get started? I proudly do state. I thank Jesus and Johnny and 148. As I was preparing this morning's program, we received a phone call from a very excited eight-year-old granddaughter whose ewe lamb had just given birth to a set of twins. What a privilege it is to see another generation get their start in the livestock business. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today and that her happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.